coffee? <laughs> Would you like to have a coffee at eight o'clock at night? Yes. <laughs> um. Hi. Hi, everybody. So. Wait, it, wait, wait, wait. What? Um. Do you know the best present you could get on Christmas? Holy shit! Can we get into the episode we before cannot. you assail us we with cannot. your nonsense? <laughs> no, I don't. A broken drum, because you can't beat it. Yeah, da, 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 da. I was gonna say love. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long while. Probably the longest while. Probably the longest break we've taken from podcasting since before we even started podcasting. <laughs> it kind of seems like I just got back from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So you went to New Jersey, and you came back. Yeah. Shortly after. And. <laughs> And we've been so we've we've taken a few months off, and we recorded an episode and we tried, and it was bad. It was really bad. Uh, we have been on and off sick. Basically, the cat <laughs> is trying to get in on it. We've been off and on sick for like two months. What is laryngitis, strep throat, and an ear infection? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You had an ear infection. We, the whole family had strep throat. I had strep throat and laryngitis. Oh, you think you're better than us? And I got a hernia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I couldn't stop singing Weird Al's hernia. Yeah. Yeah, I had two hernias. I had two separate hernias. <laughs> it's wild. Like, it's that's the thing. You're like, oh, yeah, we've been sick so long. You're like, oh, yeah, you had a hernia. I forgot. Among the <laughs> You work from home. How did you possibly get a hernia? Uh, Trying to pee too hard, I think. <laughs> <laughs> trying to rush back to watch kitchen nightmares <laughs> <laughs> so in the, the time that we have been gone though we haven't been idle necessarily we haven't been sitting around we've yeah. been uh yeah well, I Fair mean, amount we, of sitting. we've been resting we have sure. office jobs <laughs> yeah uh, but no like we took the time to sort of recenter ourselves and to reevaluate a lot of stuff Would you i started doing that? glass stuff yeah, that's true. What do you mean by glass stuff for the people who have no idea what's been going on for the last two months? Um, I've been um, cutting people with glass. No, I got a that's stained true. glass kit and been making some... You got a stained glass kit? Where did you get that big elaborate stained glass kit? Oh, some guy. Some jerk <laughs> bought that for you. But um, I made one project and then I've just been screaming at glass for the past couple weeks. Yeah. Every time one breaks in a way I don't want to... It's a bad time. To your credit, though, you're one of those people that you don't let failure get you down. <laughs> and, like, you've obviously, like, you've been making a lot of mistakes because you're learning it. It's, Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, it's the normal <laughs> amount of mistakes a person would make right. learning a new craft. And it's not stopping you. You yeah. just keep going. You're like, fuck, I guess I got to do that again. I'd have given up, like, day one. Because I get mad at things. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm going to do it. <laughs> When the glass doesn't, spite. <laughs> I don't have that. The glass breaks the way I don't want it to. I go, you know what? You're probably no best. I guess I'll give up. <laughs> Sorry, glass. Yeah, and uh, been doing a lot more reading and hanging out with the kids and just sort of getting back to basics. I think get back to reality. Oh, there's be <laughs> rabbit. You know. You know? No, so no. Sorry. Go ahead. If you're gonna if you're gonna interrupt for lyrics, go right ahead. Go all the way through. No, and um, kind of getting back into, and I spent a little time getting back into woodworking and just sort of the quieter activities in life. Yeah, you're getting better at it, whittle by whittle. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. I can't stop making that joke. Yeah, it's like the 50th time I've heard it today. There's no other woodworking jokes. I'm sorry. 
Would you work on it if uh, there oh, was? Oh, no. I have been bested. So, so yeah, so we're back. Uh, the last episode we did, uh, you weren't even on the last episode. No. It was Zach. He did a fantastic job. He did. We talked about missing people. Um, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun. But we were, we've been thinking actually for a while about what's the next episode going to be. Yeah. What is it going to be about? Um, and during that, inter- you know, the intervening time, intervening time? The in-between time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Robert Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I wish I wasn't this way, but there's no cure for it. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a lot of people reach out to us about, like, the show. Yeah. And say, like, hey, what you guys do is important to some people. Yeah. Um, And that's really meaningful. And it makes us realize that this isn't just for us, as vain as we like to pretend we are. Oh, yeah. Also, hi, Junior. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's who I was referring yeah. to. <laughs> but we had other people that have been pushing us, and that's really, you know, made us realize, like, we did need to take the time off, and now we're ready to go. Yeah. Now we're ready. We're still ready. Now that it's the festive season, the kids are out of school for winter break, so the next 18 days are going to be rough. But don't worry, I got us <laughs> coffee liquor, so... That's true, we have, like, a liter of Kahlua. <laughs> And I look at it every day. I put it on the kitchen counter so I can look at it and blow it kisses and <laughs> give it winks. A little, <laughs> sufficiently chaste, but still suggestive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> but we do have some things we need to shout out before we get started. Yes, yes, yes. Chief among those things. What is today? Today is the birthday of our Lord and Savior, Matt. Mr. Matt. Yes. yes. So Matt, fr- formerly of Full Movie Podcast and currently of the Royal Philharmonic Chainsaw Massacre, today is his birthday. <laughs> he is a spry 23 years old today. <laughs> and don't laugh. That makes people, th- make, that's going to make them think I'm lying. I could feel him making a face right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Freya's birthday was actually not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, last month. And we were lucky enough to be in a position where we could send them both presents and let them know that we love them so much. Oh, yes. And this show, I honestly think, would not still be going if it wasn't for both of them. Oh, for sure. Um, But Matt specifically telling me selfishly that he is very (laughs) hungry for a new episode. So happy birthday, Matt. We love you very much. We hope that you have an amazing day. I know you're going to be really busy. This episode is kind of for you because I told a sneaky little lie. (laughs) <laughs> that we weren't going to have any new episodes until after the new year. Psych! So happy birthday. We, we did were a- actually guests on their ep- their podcast. Yeah, their yeah. Episode. <laughs> on their episode. <laughs> yeah, so they had us on their show as guests. We did an interview where it was our top 10 favorite horror movies. And mine was more popular. Yours was because you had really good, really good movies on oh, your list. Sure I did. All of mine were ones that almost no one's ever heard of except for Matt. And even then, he was just like, ah. <laughs> like, I'm going to Google that. That sounds made up. I don't think you really saw a movie called that. Yeah, and that was really awesome. Um, they somehow turned a rambling three hours into an amazing, it's like an hour, hour and a half episode. Yeah. They did a really great job. And it was Despite a us having to stop a million times. In spite of us being the most annoying guest you could possibly <laughs> have on a show. Um 
Yeah, because we're both like childish and we waste a lot of time and a yeah. lot of recording, you know, yeah. But you it was should a see ton of how fun. long these episodes really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it takes so long to get them out because I have to edit and it's the worst. I don't want to <laughs> do it. But it was a lot of fun and the episode is really awesome. You should definitely go check it out. Also, go check out Royal Philharmonic Chainsaw Massacre on iTunes where you can leave them reviews and likes because um, it really helps their show out. It helps our show out when you do that for us as well, but... Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no nudge. more. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, they did interviews with other very popular podcasts like mm-hmm. Emma from uh, Real Life Ghost Stories and Ollie from the History Emporium and Pals podcast. And they recently just did The Poisoner's Cabinet. That's an experience. <laughs> we need to do guests. I feel like that's in our cards for the new year. Well, it is <laughs> in our cards. We won't talk about that right now. We have a lot of plans for the new year. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. What does that mean? <laughs> we do literally have... There's no sarcastic wink. We literally have plans for the new year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, do you have different plans than me? I said wink, wink. Okay, then. <laughs> so what are we talking about? Uh, today. Christmas cryptids. Before we start, I want to um, give you a direct quote from Lily, who has been a guest a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So the other day, Lily says, I can't tell who I like more, the Mothman or Loch Ness Monster. They're roommates designated to the pocket in my heart for cryptids. <laughs> Aww. So. That's super cute. Yeah, she's a fan. <laughs> I don't know if cryptid is exactly the right word. Christmas I think spookies? Maybe. I think that's probably closer. Christmas creepies. Christmas Creepies, Crimbo Creatures, that's another good one. I like that word. Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice, yeah. Kimbo Slice sounds like a flavor of Fanta. It sounds like what those oranges, those chocolate oranges should be. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Something limey, it, like a lime. Yeah. Not the slur for British <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually talking about like Christmas Yuletide monsters. Yeah. Uh, so most people are probably aware who listen to stuff like this yeah. that Christmas has a lot. Christmas was originally another holiday called Yule. And I know that there is a lot of baggage to that statement. So I am not going to argue with anybody about the origins of Christmas or the origins of Yule. Just that there is a wintertime holiday that involves trees and there is a wintertime holiday that involves trees. And one of them has to do with Christmas, and one of them has to do with pre-Christian practices. We're going to leave it at that. No arguments. It's Christmas time, all right? Everyone, let's, <laughs> let's you know, let's be nice. Uh, so Yuletide, being the all-encompassing winter festivities, has lots of monsters associated with them. Yeah. Mythic figures. We didn't know how creepy Christmas was until we started really talking about, like, that one Christmas song. Is, um... Um, a Carol of the Bells. Yeah. Very creepy song. Ghostly Stories. Yeah, yeah, it, it mentions telling ghost stories. Yeah. And I thought, that's weird. Why would a Christmas song be talking about ghost stories? And then I realized the most famous Christmas story is A Christmas Carol. Your favorite? My favorite. I uh, Okay, arguably the most famous Christmas story has something to do with Jesus. So, <laughs> But one that is not about Jesus right. is A Christmas Carol, which, yes, I am an enormous fan of. That's a ghost story. Yeah. Probably one of the most famous ghost stories, I think. at least three or four ghosts in that story. There are at least three or four, yeah. Uh, And then we started doing more research about this. This was like last year. (laughs) We're very late. (laughs) We're very late to the game. At least we're doing it at the right time of year now. Oh, there we go. But we were talking about how ghost stories and Christmas actually go hand in hand, culturally and traditionally, that in the 18th and 19th century telling ghost stories at christmas eve was a common practice in the western world and i was like that is dope let us do more of that do you know 
that there are more than just so like the main patron of Christmas magic time like you know who that is Mrs. Santa Mr. Santa did you say Mrs. Santa Mr. Santa Mr. Santa I was like there is a Mrs. Santa Claus but yeah, don't forget her I don't I'm the one that brought her up <laughs> Is Santa Claus, but yeah. did you know that Santa Claus is like one of the nocturnal visitors of Christmas? Look, if you start going into the Santa Claus 3, Jack <laughs> Frost, I'm leaving. I don't understand why you don't like that film. <laughs> I don't understand why we're gonna it was talk made. about that movie. We're gonna talk about that movie at some point because <laughs> I have questions and I have suggestions. <laughs> and I need to know why I've seen that more than once. We have children. They don't watch it. You know they don't Theo watch it. Theo watches it when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that is a shit movie. Oh the my tooth God. fairies in that movie. I know. Martin Short tries his best, but anyway. He comes up short. <laughs> wow. Good job. So yeah, you know that there are definitely other sort of Christmas visitors. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through our list of like, because the, there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, too many to cover in an episode. I found out. (laughs) Also, I found out that besides Santa Claus, because we say Santa Claus, but we also say St. Nicholas. And St. Nicholas is like a totally different figure in some cultures. Like he's separate to our idea of Santa Claus. And besides being all powerful and magical (laughs) um, and delivering presents and like healing the sick, he also like has raised people from the dead. (laughs) Oh, dope. Yeah. There's a story actually, it's it's a French story of uh, a Christmas figure who, again, we have no time to go into all of them. But basically he's a living person and he butchers like these kids (laughs) and puts them in a a, a barrel to be pickled as you do as you do and saint nicholas shows up and is like whoa dickhead and then he resurrects the children and like makes them whole again and then turns the dude into like a i think he's supposed to be short a piet or something like that black peter uh, but yeah i was like i didn't know santa claus was a necromancer <laughs> i need that movie <laughs> but like i said there are other visitors spirits and things that come during christmas time and we are going to do our top three there are some that i wanted to talk about that like we literally have to do a whole episode just for them mm-hmm. which maybe we'll do but uh i'm gonna say maybe not <laughs> probably not so Number three on our list of, and like I said, these aren't really cryptids. These are like beings that are part of different European Christmas traditions. Um, A lot of them are Icelandic and um, Finnish or Norwegian. Some of them are Germanic. Like they're really all part of the sort of um, like Germanic. uh, Romantic. What? (laughs) (laughs) It took me off guard. A Germanic like Nordic tradition. Everywhere, not where we live. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Can you tell that we're like way out of our groove still? This <laughs> is still taking time to get back That's into it. That's just us as people. That's true. That's part of the things we've worked on this time is just being less whole as human beings. So what is uh, your number three? The babushka. The babushka. Yeah. Tell us what is the babushka. So she's an old lady. They have a version of her in Italy, but I like the Russian one. So she's at home, living alone, she's an old old lady, and she's cleaning her house. And these three wise men come to her house and like, hey, the Jesus kid is born, you want to come see him? And she's oh, like, weird. she's like, no, 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 I'm cleaning. And then, <laughs> hey, um, God has been born in a mortal body on earth. Do you want to check that out? She's like, I have a kitchen to clean, excuse you. <laughs> but a little while later, she's like, oh, you know, I should probably go see that kid. <laughs> oh so she leaves, and she is traversing like 
the wild trying to find this kid. And every time she knocks on the door, they're like, no, the Jesus kid isn't here. That's amazing. And she, like she has no clue where he is. Yeah. He's, she's in Russia and he's in Jerusalem, presumably. <laughs> I didn't even put it together. Or, you know, he's in Israel. He's, he's in the Middle East. And yeah. she's just like, I'll find him. How hard could it be? And she's just walking through the woods, knocking on every door she comes to. Yeah, so she leaves presents for every kid that she comes, like, in contact with. Oh, okay. While she's trying to find the, the Jesus baby. <laughs> and I just, I relate a lot to her. Like, she is completely lost, has no direction, and just wants to give kids presents. Also avoiding social contact, regardless of how important it might be. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> then later regretting it. and then... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, this sounds like you. So I like her. Um, it's said that she's still looking for the, the Jesus baby. Wait, is that like the folklore? Is she still wandering looking for Jesus? Yeah, she's looking for the child. She's kind of like like baby Yoda-ing. She's huh. just looking for the child. That's kind of crazy, especially like in growing up in New Jersey, um, you don't really have it too much out here in the Kansas, but in New Jersey, we dealt a lot with Jehovah's Witnesses mm -hmm. who come to your house and they knock on the door and they'll ask you, like, do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior? But sometimes they'll ask you, have you found Jesus? Now I'm starting to notice a parallel between Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses and this woman knocking on doors being like, is Jesus here? Like, yeah, but I... she leaves presents. Well, they leave pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. A toy is just good as a watchtower. <laughs> <laughs> Alienate a whole bunch of people right now. But yeah, um, she leaves presents whenever she doesn't find the kid. Keep in mind, this is not shade. You're... Your stepmother is formerly a Jehovah's Witness. That is why we know about the Watchtower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, told, she, she taught us a lot. All I really need is like a shawl. Like I already got lost. I already give strange kids You could probably presents. just wear that robe and that would satisfy 90% of the outfit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing a robe that is purple and fuzzy. It's a very nice robe, actually. It is. It's very soft. Someone who cares about you gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry gets me presents. <laughs> yeah, we give away all of our... We give each other our Christmas presents before Christmas. Because as soon as it arrives, we're so excited. Yeah. We just give it to each other right away. You oh tell God, me after you... Oh, too. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me about my presents after you've ordered them. And then you'll go, you want to see what I got you? <laughs> Once it take, gets taken out of my bank account, I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, my number three are the Yule Lads. Uh, the Yule Lads are spirits. There's 13 of them. And they come from uh, Icelandic folklore. Uh, where, uh, honestly, a lot of my favorite folklore comes from. And they're like, they're. it's kind of hard to tell. They're called like the Yule Lads, which makes them sound like they're like little kids. But they're all like older, bearded men. They're like mad lads. Like. <laughs> mad lads. <laughs> yeah. And like they have like gnome hats, like pointy gnome hats. And pretty much they're... I, my understanding is that they are invisible. You can't see them. Or they're very, very, very sneaky and magical. They have to be good looking because they're so hard to see. <sighs> <laughs> Cannot escape for even one day. I'm so sorry. Um, but basically, they get in your house and they're um, they're the sons of another winter spirit, Gryla, who is like a winter forest mountain spirit. Mm -hmm. And she looks for children and she will in some versions of the tale she will like take the kids in and take care of them and so like your kid will be playing in your yard and then they go missing and it's because Gryla's like oh an unintended child I better take her in and take care of him am I <laughs> am I a Christmas like I think, being? I think you're a winter spirit of some sort <laughs> whoops <laughs> uh, but in other ones she eats them so oh. you know 
I am not that one. Yeah, and she. I uh, have nommed some cheeks though. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people think this is actually where the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves story sort of originates from. Is this snowy white person in the oh, forest with hey, a bunch of these too. dwarven guys? <laughs> Um, but the Yule Lads, they all have really great names because their names are sort of a descriptor of the kind of stuff, like, mischief they get into. Mm-hmm. They're like petty criminals. Like, <laughs> there's one that's like Candle Stealer, Sausage Swiper. <laughs> oh, my. Say <laughs> <laughs> the same thing about your mom. jeez. <laughs> oh, um, there's one like Pot Scraper, Spoon Licker. And basically they all do... All of these sound really dirty. I know, they all really do. Window Peeper. <laughs> doorway sniffer <laughs> that is not a real one. that's a real one is it really it is look it's a real one it's written but okay i get the other ones I, but I he's get. looking for bread because if it might be in the room so he's going to smell the door and in, in, instead of opening the door i don't know <laughs> there's another one who steals meats and his name is meat hook oh that like, sounds like a transformer why did that one get a cool <laughs> name <laughs> but yeah so that's like the their their whole deal is they get in the house and they cause mischief right and um in an episode of sabrina the the chilling adventures of sabrina the teenage that was a good Witch, episode yeah where gryla comes to visit mm-hmm. and basically they burn a yule log to keep the spirits out of the house the log goes out and the the yule lads who are invisible get in and cause mischief i really like the yule lads i love the idea of like you being able to blame little you know messes and things in the house on these little spirits and just go oh yeah no it wasn't me it was, it was spoon liquor that guy did it <laughs> next time i leave the clothes on the floor i'm gonna be like it's door sniffer <laughs> <laughs> love that i actually we were talking about this a bit ago i don't know if this is a thing in the uk or in other parts of the world but here in the united states we have this thing it's a pretty new tradition called elf on a shelf I don't like it either. It's just a weird little stuffed elf, and you put him on a shelf, and he's supposed to watch you for Santa Claus. Like, he reports back to Santa. He's a spy. Which makes zero sense, because is he not supposed to be able to see you when you're sleeping and know when you're awake? There's a whole song about it. Why would he know? He knows when you're good and bad. Like, why does he need help? Unless that's bullcrap, and he does legitimately need help, Mm -hmm. but he also wants you to think he can see you, so there's a song about it. uh, Yeah, we did that one year, and then never again. Never again. It's the flat Stanley of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But there's an alternative tradition where you get 13 little statuettes of the Yule Lads. You can hide them around the house. And so if the kids do something like they leave their clothing on the floor or if they spill milk or they don't put their book bags away or something, if they can find one, they can blame it on the Yule Lad. And then he gets kicked out of the house and he's like put outside or, you know, in a cabinet, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And then the kids are basically like, that doesn't count against them for Christmas. That's not, that doesn't go on the naughty list. How much can you, can you blame on them? Like murder? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like That's you find I... a twisted corpse of a reindeer in the backyard <laughs> and the kids are like, that was door sniffer. I'm sorry. Meat hook got that one. <laughs> like, I just want to know what kind of crimes you could pin on these lads. I haven't been able to find a chart <laughs> indicating where the limitation is and i sort of feel like it's whatever you want oh cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I like i procrastinate sending an email at work like i don't want to make the call i don't want to send the email but like oh that was meat hook sorry, sorry that was meat hook man he's crazy <laughs> so damn those yule lads so <laughs> what is your number two the mary lloyd that's a tough one you did a good job thank you 
I can't pronounce names like like people and that, names. And that one's Welsh too. It's it's hard mode. And I only just found out that Wales is a country. <laughs> I almost called him Welsh again. <laughs> yeah, you said I said, oh well, he's Welsh, and you said, oh, where in England is that? And I said, it is not in England. It is a country. <laughs> so I thought it's in the UK, and I was like, this is painful. <laughs> Here's the thing, I'm very nice. <laughs> Geography, math basic life skills. geography no i would say of all the things that you, geography <laughs> is this bizarro black hole in your education <laughs> like you can't find anything on a map you can't read a map you can't name countries like it's <laughs> almost like i was almost certain you were making it up like it was so outlandish how poor your geography skills are oh, i'm so sorry ironically too is i love maps I love maps. Like, there's a map right there on the wall in front of you. Like, I love maps. How I ended up with someone who's like, no clue. Like, do you even know what a map is? You're like, that is a character on Dora the Explorer. (laughs) I know the song for it. He tells them where to go. (laughs) But he cannot tell me where to go because I don't know which way is west. (laughs) So now, though, thankfully, because of the show in this episode, you're aware that the Welsh are a people. Yeah. (laughs) Separate from the english not irish they're also not irish (laughs) and we had to go over that (laughs) but they live in the country of wales they have their own language their own culture flag like everything history mythology they also have a horse on a head with a stick the marie lloyd yeah so it's explain what that is (laughs) it's a horse skull that's on a pole that's carried by a dude yeah and they go to people's houses and you have to like barter in rhymes or song yeah to like get stuff and it's fucking weird you get food or drinks yeah but like i love a tradition where you you dress up as like a hell puppet and you basically <laughs> go rap on people's doors and they have to like drink yeah they they have to have a rap battle with you and if they fail they're like the you have to let the people in your house so they can like eat and drink all your beer do you think that we should continue this tradition in rural Kansas? This sounds a lot like a way people get robbed in rural <laughs> Kansas. I feel like the first person to do this is going to end up robbing somebody. But we just we just want to get crunk in a skull. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. I couldn't really get a good pinpoint on like when it started. And I don't really need that. I just need to know that we're going to dress up and do rap battles. That's the best. You know what? I got invited to a Luminaria party for a work thing on the weekend. Do you think it'd be weird if I come being the Mary Lloyd? You know what's not weird is how easy it is to actually get horse skulls out here. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty weird. They're never going to invite me to anything ever again. I swear you show up like that. You're like, it's from Wales. It's in London. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I would do that, too. (laughs) Oh, well... I'll take a picture for you guys. It's a really great um, piece of folklore because it's not like nobody believes that it is a real thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. I also like that there's a lot of Christmas traditions that are like, let's be spooky and like get our drink on. Yeah. <laughs> I and love that. It's so weird because like you you wear like a sheet over your body. So it just looks like this horse ghost. But they have like these. <laughs> They, sometimes they put these big fake eyes in it. So these really yeah. goofy, googly eyes just running down the street asking for booze in a song. Like, come on. That's it, so cool. It almost seems like the kind of scheme cooked up by someone who's already a few beers deep. 
who's like, There's how no do we way get more? by a sober person. <laughs> no way. Like, how do we get more booze? We're like, what if we dress up like a monster and, and we just ask for booze? And say, well, what if they say no? Well, they have to rhyme us for it. <laughs> what kind of monster? Like, we'll, I don't know. We'll get a horse skull. I have a broom and my sister's bed sheets. <laughs> just a bunch of Welshmen around, like, drinking beer and you know, desecrating a dead horse. Oh my god, let's dress up and go to Zach's house. We can record it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to frighten his child. Oh man. <laughs> Giant demon horse. That's fair. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, and that's, if you're not familiar with Welsh, you know, folklore or mythology, it is so unbelievably interesting. Also, I highly recommend you grab a hold uh, of a copy of the Mabignagian, which is like a book of Welsh mythology that is super badass mythology if you will With, why mythology. oh because they say okay 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 <laughs> get do get yourself a pronunciation guide because like a lot reading welsh names can be a gauntlet if you're not used to it no 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 get a pronunciation guide and then set it on fucking fire because it is clown shoes like it's a beautiful language i'm just so angry that i can't pronounce a damn thing in it i have lip injections that makes it worse I like, love <laughs> <laughs> I love listening to the Welsh language. Oh, it's um, beautiful. Like watching Would I Lie to You when Rob Brydon speaks Welsh. Yeah. Like it, he seduces me. Like it's so beautiful of a language. But my mouth can't do it. <laughs> I can't pronounce soldier without doing it slowly because I always say I was just shoulder. watching the effort in your whole body. Like yeah. you use your whole torso to say soldier. Yeah. I just Do you almost say shoulder? And that's the problem. Every single time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> like that Adele song, Cold Shoulder. Like, I butcher it every time. Like that song about the, the fighting man who's <laughs> off in a cold place. You know the song. Uh, so, moving on to number two. Uh, my number, nah, two, <laughs> number two. My number two is the Germanic Santa Claus stand-in, Belschnickel. Tell me about it, Dwight. Tell me about it, Dwight. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think most people are familiar with Belschnickel from the office, the American version of The Office, because Dwight wants to have like a Pennsylvania Dutch a Christmas. Mm -hmm. So he dresses up as Belschnickel in his furs and his rags, and he wears the hat, and he has like the, the, the bundle impish. of. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He holds up a wooden bowl and he asks if they are impish or honorable. And then if they. He judges them one way or the other. And then if they're impish, he smacks them with it. Uh, with a with a switch but yeah it is a nintendo switch yeah it's oh. very painful he goes through like four i think in the whole episode because they keep cracking on people but usually it's before christmas he's not a stand-in for santa claus necessarily he kind of show he's sort of like the hype man for santa like oh. he shows up on the on the the side of the road he'll come to your house and he's like the one that's like are you being good or are you being bad because i will beat the shit out of you with this stick like i don't care he kind of looks like the brown um wizard from the hobbit <laughs> radagast the yes. brown oh my god he does oh my god i can uh, never unsee that yep, now yep, yep, yep. that's why he's not in the books very much because he's <laughs> off messing around with germans and pennsylvania dutch yeah whacking them around with their sticks it's canon <laughs> now <laughs> but in 1872 a philadelphia newspaper uh who was reporting on this because like you said it's a german thing but it also is something you see in pennsylvania in mennonite country amish mm -hmm. country uh but the newspaper recounted mr belschnickel makes his personal appearance dressed in skins or old clothes his face black a bell a whip and a pocket full of cakes or nuts and either the cakes or the whip are bestowed upon those around who gets the nuts good people oh you if you're good if you're honorable 
you will get cakes and nuts. <laughs> and if you are impish, you get the whip. Do you think... It's just like kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like nuts are... Uh... They're not talking about those ones. <laughs> no. But in the 19th century in... Um, I don't know about Germany, but I know in Pennsylvania, there was a... Uh, like we have wassailing, where like you go drinking and you sing the wassail song and it's mm-hmm. just merrymaking. There was belschnicking, where people would get... Dudes would get drunk and just go like vandalize the city, play pranks on people, whip people with sticks. Um, that's just men. that's just revelers i actually pennsylvania (laughs) i actually really love that in a lot of germanic traditions christmas is a time where it's like saint nicholas will come or whatever the german name is Mm -hmm. i don't know it saint nicholas will come and he'll bestow upon you gifts but before he does these homeless people and demons will show up and either kill your family or beat you or offer cake so be the best person you can be <laughs> before this hellish onslaught arrives. <laughs> what if you offer them cake? It's like this weird, like... Do you think that's that's part of, like, their problem? Like, some of them are just waiting for someone to offer them a prize? Wait, wait. They have cake. That means they bake a cake. Are they in a kitchen with an apron baking a cake? The funny thing, I believe that. Because Belschnickel's, like, he's like just a guy. He's I mean, Santa himself, Claus is making like... toys. In his workshop. He is not making his way. He's overseeing the elves. So, okay. So Santa Claus has a workforce mm-hmm. producing toys at a mass level. And you think you're like, wait a minute. Does Belschnickel bake a cake? <laughs> like, of course he see, does. You see Radagast baking a cake? Yes. Yes. You cannot. With nuts in it? Absolutely. He's covered in bird poop. You don't understand the scope or abilities of my imagination. <laughs> I can absolutely imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, before we get to our number one picks, mm-hmm. what is? Uh, do you have like a honorable mention? No. <laughs> you really don't? No. That's I okay. I think it's my favorite ones. My honorable mention, the one that was going to make the list, but I thought it was too strange, was the Tom Ten. Have you ever heard of the Tom Ten? No, but he looks delightful. Yeah, he's from Scandinavian folklore. He looks like David the Gnome. Did you ever watch that yes. show? Yeah, he looks like David the Gnome. And basically, it's a tiny creature that is kind of like a gnome. And they live in, like, cairns and barrows. Like, they live in, like, amongst the dead. Oh. In, like, burial mounds. And, uh, yeah. Um, and they're, like, caretakers of the burial mounds. But if you live near to one, they might come to your house and be, like, a protector and a caretaker of your home. What? That's in The Sims. Really? Yeah, there's little gnomes in The Sims. And sometimes you leave them offerings. What? Well, also keep in mind that... Uh, they also cause mischief. And there's they're probably not Tom Tens. They're probably fairies. They're probably brownies oh. or other house spirits from Irish folklore. Oh. Uh, but the Tom Tens are very quick to temper. They're very easily angered. Yeah, so the ones in the Sims. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, they have two things that they will do to you if you don't leave out a gift or food for them on Christmas Eve. One is they will bite you. (laughs) And their bite is venomous. And you will die. If a Tom Tom bites you, you die. (laughs) Oh no. The other thing is they'll play tricks on you. Which sounds innocent, but the tricks they play will cause you to fall into madness. You will lose your mind and go insane. (laughs) Like the dead opposite of David the Gnome. That's I wanted to do, I actually wanted to do, I found stories about them, like actual tales, but yeah. that's for, that's got to be its own episode or something. <laughs> yeah. So that is, that is sort of my honorable mention. What is your number one favorite extra Santa killer <laughs> Christmas creature 
We have one. It's the Yule Cat. <laughs> I love the Yule Cat. I had to read the description because it's amazing. Yeah. The Yule Cat is a huge and vicious cat who is described as lurking about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eating people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. He is a house pet of Gryla and her sons. Yeah. So again, Gryla causing massive amounts of trouble. Yeah. Um, I'll have to try and find it and uh, post it, but there's actually beautiful art of the Yule Cat. And it's like a big, fat-ass tabby cat. Like, it's basically doom running through the snow yeah. yeah yeah so the version of the story i've heard was that if you're not given socks it's like you haven't worked hard enough to go through your old socks i think Is yeah that right? exactly if you if you work hard throughout the year you should wear your socks out and then you will need more socks but if you don't receive socks you obviously didn't work hard enough in the prior year so the yule cat will fucking eat you yeah <laughs> it just straight up eats you and that's awesome it sounds like a made-up thing that a parent told their kid they're like no no you have to we we got you socks and they were just like i really don't want socks i was really hoping for a playstation 4 and they're like listen you you have to get socks because if you don't the yule cat will eat you (laughs) this is like thief cat yeah i made up a story when um our daughter was really young she wouldn't clean up and there's a cat outside there's just a stray cat and i was like if you don't clean up, the thief cat's going to come and steal your toys. And so I would take her toys that she left on the floor and be like, it was the thief cat outside. Or park shark. Park shark. This- well, the thing about thief cat that I think sticks out in the mythology that you've created in our household over the years <laughs> is that when we got our, before the two cats we have now, we did get a different cat that was from a friend of ours. She was trying to rehome it. And the cat was very weird. <laughs> He would walk very low to the ground and sneak. So creepy. Yeah, so creepy. He would sneak around everywhere. Not like a cat sneaks. I'm talking like belly on the floor, walking, like sneaking. <laughs> like the girl from like the ring. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a good one. And we, we brought her home and we were letting her get acclimated. But we didn't tell Lily that we had <laughs> got a cat. And so she's just sitting watching TV and this strange gray <laughs> cat slinks out from behind the tv stand and her eyes went so wide like (gasps) the thief (laughs) and then we had to explain the whole situation yeah yeah. no i I love the yule cat i think it's such a great um did you know that the yule cat has a name no um it's j-o-l-a which i've heard pronounced as jala and yola and i I like yola i love yola yeah I actually wanted to one year do decorations for the top of the house, like get like the top of a cat's head and get little lights for the eyes because his eyes are supposed to light up. Next year. Next year. (laughs) (laughs) The Yule Cat, I think, is one of those really great like Christmas things that you're like, oh, because they have the Yule Goat, which is just like. What? There's not a Yule Goat. There is a Yule Goat. And actually, you'll see little goats made of like wicker and other sort of wood things that people make. They weave them. But there's a tradition of a Yule goat, and it's like a person with like a straw goat head. <laughs> and they'll show up and give gifts and just bring you gifts. So I always assumed, like, oh, the Yule cat, surely. Yeah, but it's, it's a gonna cat. It's going to be nice. It's so. a cat, yeah. So my number one is the one I think most people know mm-hmm. and are expecting, and that's Krampus. Of course. So if you're one of these weird people that doesn't know who Krampus is, (laughs) um, Krampus is also Germanic, and he's definitely like a counterpart to St. Nicholas. Right. And he's red. Sometimes he's black. He has a really long, like, uh, 
like Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just confuse Gene Simmons with Richard Simmons? <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> hey, uh, Jason, can you please draw a Richard Simmons, Gene Simmons Krampus mashup, yeah, please? Yeah, like, please smash that. I want to see... I want to see Gene Simmons in Richard Simmons' clothes, sweating to the oldies. <laughs> you know, kiss. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So he has like a long tongue is the point that I was trying to yeah. make. Yeah, it's, it's been a long couple months, I will say. So Krampus has big, long goat horns. And pretty much what he does is he comes and he has a bag. And instead of <laughs> presents, he puts children in it. Great. Yeah. I don't really know what he does with the children um i know that for some that are bad he will in some incarnations of this this folkloric character he will put them in the bag beat the shit out of them with a like rod. In jason x yes oh with the tree yeah. yeah beat the shit out of them and then take them to hell <laughs> <laughs> they're just kids well, they should know better. <laughs> Our kids would go in the bag. Okay? Our kids would go in the bag in a second. We would have been in the bag. Like, <laughs> Krampus is becoming really popular. I want to go to the Krampus parade. I think it's in Norway. That's rad. I want to yeah. go too. Go. I've seen pictures too with the people in costume. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he's becoming a big thing here in the States. I think it's just because like Santa Claus represents, you know, Christmas, obviously, but there's also like he's like the mascot for Coca-Cola in the wintertime <laughs> and like we have the Tim Allen movies. Like we're we're sort of going through our uh we need something a little harder. <laughs> and like how can you tell when he's around? Krampus? No, Santa. I don't know how. You can sense his presence. <laughs> <laughs> You guys wanted this. <laughs> I despise that. <laughs> uh, and there was that movie Krampus. Yeah. Which was like, it was like a horror movie. Probably one of the weirdest horror movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Because it had like the Jack in the Box and there was like the teddy bears that are like monstrous and I mean, super original. And Krampus himself was crazy scary. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's basically just a big demon that accompanies Santa Claus. Can you imagine... <laughs> Can you imagine Christmas Eve, you're asleep in bed, you're sharing a room with your sibling, and you hear the sound of Santa Claus arriving. And you and your your sibling wake up and you look at each other and you're like, we gotta pretend we're sleeping. So Santa leaves presents. And then Santa, you hear him coming up the steps. You hear him coming down the hall, his boots kind of do, do. And then a giant black long-tongued demon enters your room. And it's Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. (laughs) And he grabs your sibling, throws them in a bag, beats them with a rod, winks at you, and then leaves with your sibling, who gets to go to hell. Do you know how excited Lily would be if they took her brother? (laughs) He wouldn't go to hell. He's an angel. Now, I think because he accompanies St. Nicholas on these journeys, that means he must ride in the sleigh. That means that there's a sack of presents and a sack of hellbound children in the sleigh. Right. Do they ever mix them up? Does a child ever get thrown into a bag of presents, thinks he's won the lottery, and then feels the blows of Krampus's rod beating the crap out of him? I actually hate that I just said Krampus's rod. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that that... Do they talk, do you think? Like, they gotta sit in the sleigh for a couple hours. Maybe they're terrified. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Presumably, before heading back to the North Pole to, like, rest after a hard night's work... Santa drops Krampus off at hell (laughs) and then goes to the North Pole. 
Or Krampus, like, you know, like, goes to the North Pole, and there's, like, a door in the basement of the North Pole. <laughs> it's like that an goes odd nightmare for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. So that surely must happen. Yeah. Let's get a Nightmare for Christmas sequel, where in Christmastown, there's also Krampus. Like, Oh, hell yeah. We deserve it. Totes. I would have liked to have seen Krampus in the Santa Claus 3, rather than Jack Frost. Yeah. That would have been way better. What if or, Santa had no idea? He just shows up delivering presents and this demon walks up. He's like, who the hell are you? And he's like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on Krampus? Because he really is like become very popular in the United States. Fucking brutal. I love it. <laughs> I want a goat man to just not really beat kids because I'm not into beating kids. But it's just the idea of him just like snatch up a kid be like, wow, this kid like cheated on a test. Like... Better Damn. take him to hell. Going to hell for that, man. Sorry. Yeah. No mercy in hell. <laughs> no mercy from Gene Simmons' demon. <laughs> Christmas Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I love Krampus. I think we need to have more terrifying... And by the way, so like we were saying before at the beginning, this is not like an exhaustive list. There's yeah. a lot more that are way worse than the ones we've <laughs> named. I like um, the cute ones. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> It's just, it's so weird when you're researching them and they're like, these are the Yule lads and they'll like make messes in your house. And they're like, and this is Perchta. She will slit your stomach open. And it's like, <laughs> why <laughs> is there such a huge variation? Or even like Belschnickel, who's like, I'll give you cake or I'll wrap you around the head with a whip. And then he has Krampus, who's like, I will only beat and drag you to hell. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> thing I do at Christmas time. Because in, in, the, in a lot of Christmas movies parents where there's a santa claus parents will not believe in santa claus generally yeah but they will also have no problem with presents appearing in their house that they did not buy yeah i don't know about you but i mean honestly that's like most fathers lives i think <laughs> i was like i know every single present that comes into this house it's magic to and me. then they're like dad what is it and you're like you better magic. open it up <laughs> what did santa bring you his dad doesn't know um <laughs> I gave him a house to open presents in, so <laughs> we're square. <laughs> but I wonder if parents ever, like, wake up Christmas morning and their children, one of their children are missing, and there's no explanation, and they're talking to the police on Christmas morning. They don't know. The kid is in hell with Krampus. Yeah. And the kid, is the kid just, like, in hell forever? Is he stuck with Krampus? Like, what's, what's the, like, <laughs> Does he hang out eternity? with Krampus? Yeah. I, I hate the idea of kids going to hell. <laughs> What a horrible Christmas tradition that is. Like, be good, or Santa will give you coal. And meanwhile, other parts of the world are like, be good, or you'll go to hell. <laughs> That's awful, awful, awful. Uh, so during this festive time, uh, we actually want to talk about real quick. I mean, that was our those are our Christmas creatures that we love. And like I said, there's a lot more that, that we want to talk about. There's one in particular that I really want to do an episode on because it's so fucking brutal. And there's a lot of dense mythology around it. So I really want to have time to do the research. Yeah. Do it justice. But before we do, we want to give a shout out to Jason. Jason. Yeah, let's take a Santa pause here and talk oh about my Jason. God. <laughs> that took the breath out of me. <laughs> Jason is a fan of the show and a friend of ours who um, has sent us some drawings in the past, which oh, are so good. fucking dope. And Jason did a really amazing thing for us before we took our break. And that is... He just went and made us a website. He just fucked around and found out and just made a website. <laughs> he was like, I think this is a good idea. Uh, Jason, this is like what he does for a living. So it's not like he went and learned a whole new skill set. <laughs> um, but he took time out of his incredibly busy schedule to make us a website, hardlyparanormal.com. 
There's not a lot going on there right now because it's still early days and we're kind of trying to work with him on what we want to do with it. I would really like to do like a blog where we can upload videos or just we can just talk about stuff like almost like Facebook. Yeah. Just talk about things that are interesting to us and give you guys an opportunity to connect with us in a way that doesn't involve social media. So if you mm-hmm. don't want to put up with all the other do crap. Do a thing like Facebook, but not social media. Do a thing media. like social media, but not social media. <laughs> like if you want to just talk about spooky shit. Yeah. If you want to share some spooky shit with us, you know what I mean? But you don't want to deal with Facebook. Which, by the way, um, also, my friend, friend of the show, Christian, mm-hmm. he wants us to cover um, instances where people out at sea mistake whale penises for sea creatures. Other whole, than whales? A whole episode on that. So, I mean, I'm open to so all suggestions. So people are seeing mermaids and they're like, she's beautiful. And someone's like, that looks like a whale's dong. Well, sometimes whale penises are shaped really weird and they think it's like a If he just in. wants us to talk about like wild kingdom penises, he can just say, he doesn't have to go through this whole <laughs> charade. <laughs> That's why I want him to be a guest on that episode. Like, all right, let's. Let's chat about Christian. This. Like, if you just need to talk to someone about animal dicks, like <laughs> we're here for you. Yeah, a little. <laughs> this is a safe place for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jason, thank you so much for putting that together. And for, I mean, he's a very busy guy. So, yeah. taking the time to do that is amazing. We have another little project that we are trying to work on, get off the ground with uh, Jason. That is pretty exciting, pretty badass, but I think we're not going to be able to do too much work on it until after the holidays. And if you want to know what that is, you're going to have to listen to our interview on the Royal Philharmonic Chainsaw Massacre, where we talk about what the special secret (laughs) plan is. Also, just check out, you know, Royal Philharmonic Chainsaw Massacre. It's a really good show. They're doing lots of interviews right now with some of the best podcasts that talk about spooky shit. For sure. And other things, not just spooky stuff. They talk about other things. So again, I want to say happy birthday, Matt. Matthew, (laughs) it's your birthday. Uh, I hope you like your presents. I hope you like this episode. We wish that we could be there to get some drinks with you. Hope you have an amazing day. Next year, maybe we'll find a way to wear a horse head and come knock on your door. So be prepared for that. That's (laughs) Get your rap battle ready. So you can get us at all the normal places that we've talked about in previous episodes, our email at hardlyparanormal at gmail.com. You can get us on Instagram at hardlyparanormal. I was going to say you can get us at Twitter, but honestly, I just can't be bothered with Twitter. Don't bother <laughs> with it. Just forget about it. We're also on Facebook, though, at Harley yeah. Paranormal. We do have a group. Soon, we're going to try to consolidate all of that into a single place at hardlyparanormal.com. I think that would be Yay. really fun. So... Honestly, I hope everybody, you know, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Blessed Yule, and a Happy New Year, because you're probably not going to hear from us again until after the New Year. But <laughs> Wait another six months, it's fine. After, I, I mean, that is technically after the New Year. Ah. <laughs> I mean 2023 is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I've been Jerry. I've been Lacey. And remember, Krampus does not fuck around. <laughs> what kind of motorcycle does Santa like to ride? What? A Harley Davidson. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that joke. I'm cutting Make that joke. <laughs>